What's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is May 25th, 2020. Did you know that cabbage isn't spicy? And this is queer all year. I learned that cabbage isn't spicy. And I guess broccoli isn't either. Radishes are though, right? McGee, my co-host and sound producer and bro. I do not know that I've ever actually tasted a radish. I can't really... Maybe, well, in a salad, maybe, maybe it was like sliced up in there, but I've never, I've certainly never taken a bite out of a radish. We, in um, elementary school, we had a day, I don't know why, but the teacher brought in radishes and then like sliced them up and we all had to eat a bite of a radish and it was spicy. It's interesting. Did but she so grow it or something? Cabbage. It had to do with science class, I think. Oh. Well, uh, to everyone out there here in the uh, thunder and whatnot, if you are one of our uh, overseas uh, listeners or something like that, uh, I just so that's so cool to say uh, overseas listeners. So I'm gonna say that as awesome as possible. Please excuse the thunder. And, well, also uh, our like our our San Francisco listeners, like that made me so happy. Yeah, like, hey. San Francisco. Woo. I mean, everyone, all of you. I love all of you, but like the yes. fact that we made it to the like the city of. The- what is it? I don't even know. City of like <laughs> queer love. I love it. Oh my gosh. We're going yes. someday. It's amazing. Join our Patreon and send us to San Francisco. Guess not for Pride. Yeah. I was going to say Pride, but no. We're, um. Speaking of which, sorry. Um, speaking of, you can't send us to Pride because of COVID. The um, True Crime Podcast Festival oh, has been yeah. indefinitely postponed. It's going to be there we are gonna hopefully put together something cool for y'all um not just us oh yeah so we're not gonna yeah and then there was was ominous thunder (laughs) no it's nothing (laughs) evil like that we promise well it's a true crime podcast festival there's oh there's some creepy stuff yes but the thing that we're planning is gonna be there the thing that we're planning isn't creepy and by planning i mean like Hoping it happens. Really, really hoping. I got to send That we email. have the uh, the weight that we think we might. We have well, three I... people behind, three podcasts behind us. Maybe. Yeah. Not the biggest one. We can't say too much um, more. Um, also, yeah. we want to say happy Memorial Day or um, happy, I Thankful guess. Thankful Memorial Thank- Day. Yes. Or a respectful everyone, Memorial Day. Especially our LGBTQ queer generally troops who've had to put up with so much right uh but also even with all the bigotry yeah. that you were facing in your nation you I still know, oh came gosh. together to fight the nazis to like, die- and, well, well oh yeah any other any war, wars any war. any war. i forgot about that yeah yeah any you war. forgot about that there were other wars <laughs> <laughs> well to, we didn't to, declare them as wars to die for this country that so wanted to kill our queer family you know or take away all their rights and to still go out, I mean, that is the definition of, of America to me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that bravery and um, maybe sacrifice. foresight, and like yeah, just... sacrifice for sure, and maybe hope that it will show that um, the queer that, community that are yeah. still, are obviously <laughs> humans, you know? Yeah. We're not mentally well, diseased people. And talk about fighting for our freedoms, fighting so that America can like continue to the point where it won't be 
bad, like where you know someday people won't be killed for being queer or they won't be kicked out of the military at least, you know, like yeah, it just is just so I'm just like it's so much gratitude <laughs> that I'm feeling right now and right it's sadness it's got and to be selfless. I mean because you know that mm-hmm. you're not gonna be recognized as much as the normal troops for um if you're queer you know yeah for the Uh, record mcgee is burping not crying yeah i'm sorry i'm burping (laughs) it's just so emotional all these onions i might get emotional you know you know i cried during the holocaust one yeah that's true we had a family member in in world war ii oh yeah let's talk about that well we don't have a whole lot of information we've been looking on getting a little more (laughs) But every year we, we do say thanks to Leslie Hobson. I mean, uh, well, to the family, he was Leslie, Leslie, but uh, Robert Leslie Hobson was his uh, mm-hmm. full name. And uh, he's our, um, he'd be our great, great uncle. Because um, yeah. our great grandpa, Wayne, it's his brother. stayed, yeah, he stayed to, behind to help the family and work the farm. Work while, the farm. While Leslie went mm-hmm. off to uh, fight the Fight the Krauts, <laughs> and unfortunately, we have such an American family, right? Like we, <laughs> we really do have a family to be proud in. That's for sure. I mean, even though the last half century, I don't support those wars. We still had honor was occur was. Uh, we have very we have achieved. brave family members. Our family goes back. Our family's always been. We came from Quakers. And all that. So it's like our family managed to make it through not owning slaves. We were on the right side of the Civil War. We had, we've had a family farm that our grandpa, great grandpa, stayed behind from the war to take care of while his brother went off to war and died. Like that is middle America. That is a story, man. You know? Right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And uh, not to, well, it's not great, but I wish I could have lived to see my great uncle. But um, it also is, noteworthy that he died in the battle of the bulge like one of the most historic yeah. battles ever the final push of the nazi regime essentially the, the the death knell for them like that was their last mm-hmm. offensive and it was um, the third deadliest um battle that americans were in right yeah if Something an american like was going to die and i mean i guess the beaches in normandy were uh yeah and gettysburg I, I think is still number one for Americans dead? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. We're talking about all wars. Okay. I was like, Gettysburg? No, I'm saying, like, I'm, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the third, it's the third, like, it's more, how do I, I don't even know how to say it. There are it's, only two uh, battles where more Americans died ever in any war. Wow. Than Battle of the Bulge. Um, yeah. yeah, so thank you, Leslie. Yeah. So much. Thank you for fighting the Nazis. Have, Thank you to everyone who fought the Nazis. I, I have no idea um, what happens when you die, but um, if you are listening, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Why I'm sorry go, that go, you're go, buried go. in the Netherlands and we're not going to be able to see you. Yeah, right. I want to go see yeah. his uh, grave someday. I'd love to go to the Netherlands. That'd be cool. And that would be like at the top of the list, of course. Yeah. Hey, patreon.com. Send us a... Yeah, roll. send us some uh, plane tickets. <laughs> yeah we will come to a live show and i don't know what that would look like yeah to all our netherlands listen listeners out there we uh we did have one 
At really least. from the Netherlands? I saw I saw something on the Netherlands. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a listener or one listen, but hey. Yeah, if you're <laughs> still listening, please uh uh, yeah, we'll up. we'll come entertain you. We'll do whatever you want uh, if you bring us out there. Well, I mean, not whatever. We won't Are kill you a not guy. But um, what? I said we won't kill a guy for you, for them. Okay. I was saying because how pre- about because maybe... previously I said we'll do whatever you want, and so I okay. had to well, clarify. How about, how about maybe we just tell them the plot number and we have them go take a photo for us of the grave. <laughs> There's that. Oh. Like, yeah, but that's not as cool as seeing it. Yeah, but I mean, someday. We're young-ish. Mom said I'm still young. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they laughed at me when I talked about not being young. But I guess technically we are in uh, what's supposed to be our prime. <laughs> my knees hurt. I, my knees hurt when I walk up and down stairs. And my back is killing me constantly. We truly are the worst generation ever. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe I not. Gen- I don't know. Uh, we may, we may end up strange. saving the world. Um, if anyone saves the world, it's going to be Gen Z. We're, it's too late for us. Go um, on without us. Oh, we got to get on to uh, your uh, <laughs> more get on to the focused story. thing. Yeah. Yes. We're... So I, I guess kind of we could, we're Memorial Day for the people I'm about to talk about, um, which is sad. I yeah, am calling these the Memorial Day story. homophobe homicides. And it took McGee quite a while to get that. Well, just so. because you didn't put the, <laughs> the word way I worded the it, I guess. in it. Uh, you, there wasn't a the there. So I was just like, <laughs> what even is this? Like, uh, um, yeah. or it, there wasn't a four or a... anyway, yeah. continue. Come on. I think Memorial Day for homophobe homicides would sound horrible. Yeah, the in Memorial retrospect. Day but yeah. so to me, I was just like, this just looks like yeah. four words. Yeah. Right. So it's like the Valentine. It's like the Saint Valentine's Day massacre that the mob did, except this is the Memorial Day homophobe homicides. I came up with that name. I'm trying to get it to catch on so that people will. Yeah, I think it's know a... it and then talk about it more. You know, like it yeah. sucks, but it also. Anyway, let's talk about the Memorial Day homophobe homicides. All right. So, on May twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, last year. That's how up-to-date we are. Boom. Fifteen young people were having a house party together in Detroit, Michigan, which sounds very sad to begin with. Um, In attendance were Alente Davis, 21, Timothy Blancher, 20, and Paris Cameron, 20, two gay men and a trans woman, trans women, trans woman, respectively. Uh, Earlier that day, Paris had met a man named Devon Kareem Robinson, 18 years old, in a nearby gas station and was attracted to him and invited him to the party. And so apparently I don't understand what house parties are because why do you invite someone that is kind of hot at a gas station to a party? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I've heard of that kind of thing happening. Uh, Am I just old? Maybe. Is this a Gen Z thing? If this was in like a college town, maybe. Was it's it Detroit? Oh, yeah, geez, Louise, you gotta be really <laughs> trusting in Detroit. I would not do that. Okay, never mind. As a, as a trans woman too, I'm like, she was just herself to be able to do that. Dang, girl. Yeah, that's some um, bravery of itself. I know, and it shouldn't have to be bravery, but it is. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so this this uh Devon Robinson uh is a, a fun little eighteen year old. Uh, he attended the party, got 
stupid drunk and started trying to get sexual with almost everything at the female that he or at the party that he thought was female. Probably oh, like great. a lamp too, and like you know, was probably humping a couch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then he started hitting on Paris, and other people at the party started laughing at him and calling him gay. And so hopefully those crapheads learned something from what happened next and became better people, but I don't know. Um, so enraged at being called gay and finding out that Paris is a tra- was a trans woman, uh, Robinson's face reportedly went completely blank, and he walked out of the house in what seemed like a daze. And soon after leaving, he's caught on CCTV camera at a gas station, dry heaving like a little B-word. Um, I shouldn't say that. Hmm. Uh, An hour after he left, a neighbor's security camera catches a man dressed in black wearing a black ski mask entering the party. Uh, Witnesses in another room then heard gunfire erupt from the living room. Oh, no. Uh, Paris's best friend, Clifton Keyes, said he heard around 20 gunshots and he ran into the room and he recognized Robinson's dead eyes through the mask. Like, he, I guess there's something about his eyes. He had very distinguished, distinguishable eyes or something. Everyone I, is like, I, I saw think the eyes. Eyes are really a good way to mm-hmm. identify a person. Maybe not for legal purposes, but I, yeah, I feel like I, I can know. see a lot through someone's eyes or I, re- I recognize people. If, I would if, be interested if there's in someone seeing... that runs into me and I haven't recognized them and they know me, if I look into their eyes enough, I'll probably remember huh. them more easily. See, I don't do that. I got mom's thing. I'm face blind. Well, I um, still do too, but that's one way I, of coping. I don't remember names or faces, but I would be interested in seeing like a study on that. That's interesting. But there was something apparently like in like unique about his eyes, and also they were very dead. Like the like the way they were when he left the party, so they knew it, he they knew it was him. So um, Clifton, he uh, there was so hmm? there, hmm? he managed to escape the scene. Um, after I'm he murdered entire, all these I people, I assume I assume he did. We'll, we'll get around to it. I don't oh, have okay. that detail specifically, but so he ran into the room. Clifton Keys ran into into the room to try to stop Paris's bleeding, despite the shooter at the time remaining in the room, like is what it sounds like. Um, And Alante Davis and Timothy Blanchard died on the scene, unfortunately. Uh, Paris Cameron died at the hospital. So she, you know, made it to the hospital but died there. Uh, Clifton said that there was so much blood that it started bleeding through the walls. And it's at this point in the article I'm reading from LGBTQ Nation that where it misgenders Paris. And I'm what, like, really? When was this? Here? Last year. Last year? Last, last year. This date last year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Armand Matthews, Tim- who is Timothy's friend, says he was following 911 instructions to stop the bleeding, Timothy's bleeding, until a police officer showed up, pointed a gun at him, and ordered him to stop. And he doesn't what? say why this happened, and I really only found it in one place, but it was kind of, it ended up kind of being implied other places, and like, I don't know, did, I don't know if maybe it looked like he did was Did he become a suspect or something? No, not at all. I think he was just black, you know? Oh. I don't know. Pro, you know, in Detroit. Uh, Freaking well, A. But both he and Clifton uh. were also seriously wounded in the shooting, so when they ran in there to stop their friends bleeding. They got shot, you know? 
and they were still trying to save their friends. And so oh this, so, the, so if this is true, then this police officer came in and pointed a gun at a guy who had been shot, who was trying to save the life of another guy who had been shot. And I'm, so I'm not entirely sure how much I believe that. But at the same time, I want to believe that without, you know, when I, when I hear stories like that, I want to, I want to believe that until I'm told differently, kind of, you know, these days. I know that you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, all whatever, but... But that doesn't apply to us, so why should it apply to them? I mean, what, whatever. What? That's just terrible. That's a... It's, yeah, no, everything about this is horrible. And the shooting happened at 5 a.m., which ironically is probably when this episode is supposed to drop, right? Yeah. So, so it is, uh, you know, the literally one year after. Yeah, and so Robinson was arrested and brought to trial. He was brought to trial earlier this year. He was arrested then, but it takes forever to get trial going. Um, right. And so prosecutors originally presented evidence that Robinson shot the three people because they were the people who invited him to the party, and they were he just wanted to shoot people at the party, and those were people he knew. That was what they presented. But the witnesses assisted by the Fair Michigan Justice Project, gave prosecutors enough evidence and reason to change their allegations to a hate crime based on the fact that Paris was a trans woman and he uh, was horrified that he had been hitting on a a trans woman. So he Um, had, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. He had found out there that she was trans and and then came back and and killed. Yeah, and there's like a, uh, well... Well, and so, the, and then the two guys were killed because they were gay, and he he knew they were gay, and I think he was just kind of like not thrilled that there were two gay guys to begin with, and then when he found out that Paris was trans, it just like yeah, turned into one year. So, ago? come on, America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, in the trial, evidence was presented that Robinson's DNA was found on Paris's body. That is all I found. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. And so Robinson was only 18 when he unleashed this homophobic horror on this group of 15 innocent people. And so March 17th, 2020, the now 19-year-old Robinson was convicted of all charges, three counts of first-degree murder, two counts of assault, and a weapons charge. And I don't know what a weapons charge means when it's that general, but, um... It's supposed. I mean, like it's a, everyone calls it a hate crime. Every and even the the prosecutors and and all that they say it's a hate crime. But I don't see in here where it's a hate crime. Like usually there's where he actually like, got it's charged. A, there's supposed to be special circumstances or something. So like three counts of first degree murder with an aggravator or something of like a bias crime or something. Huh. So I don't see this being charged as a hate crime, but it's been acknowledged as one by everyone involved. Um, and he was supposed to be sentenced on April 13th, but I can't find any information about that happening. And I assume that COVID had something to do with it. Yeah. Um, so they're probably delaying it, which really stinks because, like, he's in jail without a sentence. Like, what could that mean for his future sentence? You know, like, he could get time served if he doesn't get life without parole, which is what he's facing. Um, you know, so if oh he doesn't get God. life without parole, he got time served. It was just yeah. Out. Well, if he gets life without parole, then time served won't matter. But if he gets anything, else, I know. But like, if he does get parole, yeah. Well, and like, there's no way, uh, or unless he gets off. He's 19. Well, no, he was convicted. 
So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying okay. he was convicted. He just hasn't been sentenced. But 19 years is old a lot of is appeals. usually, I am usually 100% against life without parole for anyone under the age of 25. Like, uh, I because guess your brain that's... isn't formed until then. But at the same time, like, this has really made me think about it because yeah, maybe I should be okay with it when it's a hate crime. Like, but at the age of 18, how do you have that much hate for a specific, for a group? But at the same time, when you're 18, can you be rehabilitated from that, like, internalized stuff? Yeah, yeah. right? Like, but, that makes me think that, like, we would have to have, to really change that person, it would take, like, a, a Chinese re-education camp, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying, is, like... I really think you could rehabilitate that, but that is not what our prison system is for right now. There is nothing. <sighs> it's just going to make him worse. Right. Because, like, you send him to jail, and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even making a joke about this. Prison rape is real. And it, if that... And that it's just, the most terrifying thing. Like, I don't that understand just it, how I'm you sure. could... Like, and everyone knows it. It's a joke that people mm-hmm. make about prison rape is Which it a makes joke. me so angry. It's to think that you... That's why I don't uh, agree with sending any person to jail. You should... We should not get on this again. <laughs> you should never punish someone with rape. Rape is not a, a no, tool absolutely. for... It's, yeah. it's messed up and they if know we, that it's you, going to happen. Like If you can't sentence someone to it, then we shouldn't be okay with it happening. You know, right. Like if if someone um I don't know harms a kid in some way and it's horrible and you hate it but you, they could not get a, the death penalty for it, we really should not be okay with them being killed in jail because it's not a death penalty crime. Right. You know? Yeah. Like our anger And it's very possible they didn't actually do it. So you Yeah. The well, innocent people are getting raped in jail. Well, yeah, but I mean like that's yeah, I feel like I'm we're taking it too far the... there, but that's no, why. I no, no, just... I'm saying I think, I, yeah, I think we're getting a little off the beaten path. Sorry, I get heated up when we talk about the no, prison system. No, I know system. we gotta stop because I'm gonna start keeping track of how many times you branch about the prison system. Oh, Jesus! I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you to Jessa and Nick, and you're just gonna have to be on getting off. That's just yeah. I should have said more things when we were on that interview, but I hadn't figured out how to make our sound quality good enough to make it worth it well our sound quality for them yes yeah yeah our uh, the sound quality on our side yeah you said their sound quality and i was just oh. like no way hey if you're listening My we bad. mean like we yeah. mean like for the their episode for, yeah. yes yeah yeah um we could do it now we should do it again but huh. i gotta find something to talk about um so yeah so those are the things i i was thinking about as i was writing this up i was like well so i guess i mean there's no way he could be there's nothing that could rehabilitate him unless he did it himself. You know, unless he, you know, there's like the programs in prison and things like that. But he would have to choose to do that and yeah, to stick to those and programs. Yeah, and to and like stuff. feel remorse. Yeah, and remorse that isn't like sad that he got caught. Yeah. And, rem- right. and remorse that has to do with the fact that he killed people based on their sexuality and their, their gender identity, you know? Not just, like, I killed people, but, like, I killed people because I have this internalized hatred for specific people. Right. You know? Yeah. Like. And I don't see that happening. 
I mean, maybe he's 18. That's I keep forgetting that. But he's 19 now. But yeah, like, and so he's already been in jail for like however long or well, jail. Yeah, he's been held in jail. So he knows what's up there. Uh, But so, okay. so the important takeaway is that three people died and two were very dangerously wounded because we live in a world where trans women are disposable. And more than that, they're evil for tricking heterosexual men into being gay, which makes them even more disposable. Like, you know. So. Yeah, that's a real thing in people's minds. Like, mm-hmm. even even with how open you've made me become through this, I mm-hmm. I obviously would not kill a per- any human being. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like if, so, if a trans person, they would, they ought to tell me that up front. Even well, though, and I, I don't, and, I mean, and I, I know that I shouldn't feel that way, but it's just it's ingrained in me. That's how this. Yeah, stuff no, is. and that's that's exactly one of the things I wanted to accomplish with this podcast, though, is that people like it brings out an uncomfortable truth inside you. Like right. that happened yeah. to me a lot when I worked at a quality house. I would be all of a sudden it would be like, oh, I didn't know I felt this. I need to work on this. Yeah, you know? we like, have to accept wow. our own faults and feelings. Yeah. And and uh yeah, try to try to change. Yeah, you got to like you got to realize it and and, and like, then want to. It comes and then not come out like you when you when you realize it it needs to not come out with a gun. You know? Oh. Like like yes. you know. <laughs> so like that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is you got to realize stuff and you're going to have to sit here at work in your office or the shower or doing your hair or whatever and think about your prejudices and you probably yeah. have a weapon nearby. And um, there are websites that uh, will take these tests for you. Like there's this one from, I forget what university, but it's a univer- it's a, um, Ivy League school that has a um, uh, like basically a subconscious bias uh, test. Mm-hmm. And it will tell you your results. Like for mine, it said that like I was, um, I was actually pretty not racist compared to most white males, um, and uh, but we we but like it's still so yeah I still am Mm -hmm. to a degree. I think it's important for people to but like you know yeah those tests aren't perfect, but like they do make you you know they open your mind up to like oh is that possible. Could I really yeah, exactly. have that feeling? And then yeah, you think exactly. about it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I kind of do feel that way." But yeah, exactly. Uh, and and then why do I feel that way? And then, and then you work through it. And... Yeah, and you find a way yeah. to. Um, I don't know. It's really just about accepting mm-hmm. faults. Yeah, accepting faults in your and thought then, like, process. Because our brains are confusing day. things. It's hard to control oh, gosh, what you yeah. think. You can do. You can control your um, uh, your actions, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. that still doesn't make you perfect. Obviously, you know. Yeah, Mark um, Maron has kind of a funny thing, kind of like this, where, like, I don't know what it, I think it's in his um, Thinky Pain um, album, oh. where he talks about like judging people. You know, people are like don't judge me. He's like, don't take away my my um, <laughs> but he was like, like I'll thinking about like yeah. yeah and he was like you know he's like i was walking behind this guy in this um uh 
in the hallway and like he was wearing these shorts and I just got so angry and I was like, F those shorts, you know? <laughs> and then the guy turns around and he has this huge scar going through the back of his head and I was like, oh, okay. You, you know what? Wrong. I'll give him a pass. <laughs> yeah, he can yeah. wear those shorts. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes like, whoa, so what was my thought process there? So I must have gone like, screw those shorts and then, well, you know, like, oh, well, that must have been touch and go for at least an afternoon. <laughs> uh, you can wear them. <laughs> I love that bit, though, because it's about like, okay, let me think about what my thought process was there. <laughs> yeah. I like thinking about my thought processes. but um, We are running so, late, so. Well, let me, oh, do you let still me have more you, to this? Oh, okay. Let, let me tell you about Paris, since um, she was the target of this, really, the whole thing so paris cameron was a beautiful trans woman of color she was beautiful she was well and beautiful we always say beautiful women are beautiful no beautiful is not stop saying that people who die are beautiful um so she was born on july 17th 1998 so she was just a just a baby oh it makes me so sad 98 it's 10 years after i was born she loved to dance and cook and laugh and vogue and voguing is a style of dancing that was made famous in the 80s drag ball scene. Um, and the way you vogue is to strike a pose, as Madonna says, in a way that you would see a model on the cover of Vogue. And voguing has evolved quite a bit since its beginning. So I've watched some videos. I wasn't aware that there are like Vogue battles. But if you go on YouTube, it's, it's pretty awesome. But if you want a really bland example, you can just watch Madonna's Vogue music video. Um I totally actually, I, ju I just realized that I lost a Vogue off last year at our youth group's Pride Prom. But to be fair, um, I Did have no chance against... Did you not know what was happening or what? Well, we were dancing to Vogue and, you know, every person went out and Vogued, you know, one at a time. And I was just like, you know, I, was, I thought we were like, you know, go do it, you know, your turn or whatever. Uh, but to be fair, I have no chance against any drag queen, much less any of our amazing local queens. So I was going to lose yeah, no matter what. I was going to lose even if I knew what was happening. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, Paris also volunteered at the Ruth Ellis Center, which was, which is a community space dedicated to supporting at-risk, runaway, and homeless queer youth in southeastern Michigan. And she would lead, like, Vogue dances with the kids there and just, you know, dance and stuff and have, like, a ton of fun with them and give them a safe place to be. Um, her family loved her. But they seem to have been really struggling to accept her as a trans woman. Um, nothing had been different in her family when she was a gay boy, uh, is what they say. But huh. being a trans woman was something they just hadn't yet accepted at the time of her murder. And that it had been devastating to her because it translated to her as having lost some of their love. The fact that they couldn't, they were still working on accepting, you know. Um, and um, her... Her cousin, Lemon Hudson, has this quote that I love. She was beautiful inside and out and had the most lovely soul. She wasn't scared to be herself and gave no F words about what anyone thought or said about her. She lived her truth. And I love that. that and unfortunately, nice. I don't have information like that about Alente and Timothy because they weren't trans, they were gay, and that makes them, like, not as whatever. But, um... <laughs> I'm not gonna... Uh... We've ranted about stuff for over 30 minutes now. I'm not going to rant about... That's yeah. every day. Okay. That's every day. <laughs> well, uh, stick around for the unicorn here. And, uh, Indeed. Uh, 
Um, I'll go into my stuff here, or our stuff. Anyway, if you'd like to like us, we would like you a lot. Please like us on Facebook. It's uh, Our page is called Queer All Year. If you want to get in on some discussions and uh, more in-depth stuff, you can join our group, the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. Um, you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram as Queer All Year Pod. So send your hashtags and ats that way. But if you want to get some really good stuff, our bonus material, where um, one of the big things is Kat uh, doing various things on the Buggery Act. And uh, I mean, she has yeah. some. Pretty good bonus episodes, I must say. They entertained me on there. And that's on patreon.com slash queer all year. We've got, um, so we've got those things. We've got, we've got the ringtones. Ringtones and bloopers. And, and we're thinking about doing a thing where we like record our Zoom like before we start. Because, yeah, like, and add those things. Because there's a lot of funny insanity. stuff of us trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. We um, ended up stalking our great great aunt and our great cousin. Yeah, maybe we, we shouldn't found. have told them that right now. But who cares? Um, <laughs> hey, guess what, mom? <laughs> yeah, we found some we family. Know. It's uh because uh well the reason we were searching we were looking is up because Leslie. of our yeah our great uncle, um who turns out we may have met. His, no, his, we didn't meet him. We think we met daughter. our his his wife. Oh, Dorothy, right? Oh, I thought it was his daughter, or maybe both. His wife died in 2013. That was his, her? Okay. His daughter is 81 years old, so we could still meet her if oh we have Oh, my goodness. Already. Yeah, we got to find out. That's like tomorrow. Hey, Mom. We're doing, yeah, we're finding that also, out. Also, Yeah, if you're listening episode, to this podcast, Mom. <laughs> this episode, we will find out who in the family listens. You got to some explain in the do. <laughs> um, if or, you guys, people just don't want to meet their great, great niece and nephew or whatever cousins or yeah whatever. whatever um if you could go on to your uh podcast app or wherever you get your podcast maybe you get it on a pod catcher cat <laughs> hates that that got word. on the screen yeah yeah um thanks oh it's not my screen never mind not using my mic anymore um so um anyway if give us a review if, and if a you do yeah, if you do use the Apple Podcasts app, you just go in, you go to the podcast, scroll to the bottom, you can hit five stars and leave a short little review there, and that will bring us up in the ratings there. So we ask you to give us a five star one there. Um, if you have some actual stuff you want to say, um, we would prefer you do it on the Queer All Year Mafia page. Because we can well, reply to you there. Yeah, I guess that's true. And we can say, uh, like, uh, you know, thanks for bringing that to attention. Yeah. How can we make it better? Um, yeah, if you do leave a review with with criticism or, or something that we you would like responded to, also put that in the. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you could just copy because we can't reply to it. reviews. Right. Um. So that's yeah, that's about it. Um, please rate and review us because it helps a lot. Spotify. And Spotify seems to be sneaking up. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening. If you have friends that uh, are interested in this kind of thing, please tell them because word of mouth has really been the biggest thing for us. Besides yeah, this, don't... somehow we got these uh, European and um, Canadian I listeners. I think it might be. Uh, well, European, Canadian, South American, uh, Australia. I think there's one country in Africa. Things are um, taking off for queer all year. Maybe India. Yeah, someone in India. And I think those are... Maybe one person just listened to it with a VPN 
and change yeah, countries. I hope that's not it. But well, um, I talk about it in some of my Facebook groups. So like, talk about it in your Facebook groups because those are that's good publicity. That kind of stuff. Yeah, if anyone thinks that they really find, um, yeah, really Words. good uh, explaining here, Ryan. Um, if you really think this would be worth it to uh, uh, your friends, Support? help them spread information on this material. If you have someone that um, is kind of on the fence about whether they support LG- the LGBT community, uh, this is a great place to show them how bad things have actually been. and Well, and how good... I mean, it's mostly bad stuff, you know? Like, right. Like, what I've been looking... But and the it's good things are celebrating so the good stuff. It's like, uh, I don't know, communities that have been oppressed know mm-hmm. how to feel joy the best because they know the lowest mm-hmm. of lows and they're able to create something great. So there's the haters are yeah, missing out on something that, that really would be mm-hmm. great to them. So if you think that this can help them change their minds, send mm-hmm. them over to Queer All Year. Yeah, and I mean... Tell them that we don't babble the whole time, because I know some just people the last five minutes. Some stuff that where they babble. Well, first, what we spent? Okay, you know what? We're we're forty minutes long. You want to hear the unicorn? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, do the yeah, unicorn. Okay. Forty <laughs> minutes of babbling. I only see thirty-seven. Um, yeah, well, I round up. <laughs> I I'm asking you to donate to the good of the country or something. Rounding up. Anyway, so. The unicorn says, finally, a Monday we can all be excited about, which I feel is in in the wake of this episode. <laughs> like, I get, yay, we don't yay. have to go to work today, but, uh, yikes. Yay, I wish I could go to work today. <laughs> I'm still unemployed. <laughs> yeah. But I'm making I, good unemployment money, which is weird. I don't have PTO, so, yeah. You should file a know, claim good. because you're not making enough there. Possibly. Yeah, we can't talk about this on air. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, make, yeah. So, um, go light on the Adderall and, uh, go, uh, thank a grave of a soldier. Uh, go thank all of our LGBT family who has made the ultimate sacrifice. However you think. Yeah, if you have. I think there's an afterlife. If you have family members that are living family living family members that are in the service, there's a good chance someone they knew uh, fell in battle. So thank them, you know, because mm-hmm. you know. yeah, thank yeah, ask them, but maybe don't ask them about it. We wanted to ask about ask anyway. ask if it's okay to ask about it. Yeah, because they're just I don't know. Anyway, uh, don't be depressed. Because I'm sure we're making you depressed. The world is going to be okay. Um, and just remember that where you are is exactly where the universe wants you to be. Yeah.